When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, filthy animals? It is Blockbuster Mentality. You got Ben here. You got Dave there. What's up, Dave? Hey, how you doing? Not too bad, man. This is, I wanted to do an old intro to the show, you know, the classic intro, because we're in new surroundings right now. This feels so weird. Yeah, the official Blockbuster Mentality studios are not in use today. We're at my house. <laughs> I know. A little bit of a, well, this is something we talked about in one episode where... Hey, man, let's take a day off and let's do a marathon record session. That's right. So that's uh, the first of that is uh, Spaceballs. We got a few. We don't know when this one's going to air. Exactly. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, well you guys, you, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted. I, probably probably pretty soon after we record this because we put a poll out. We always put a poll out, you yeah. know, to, to say which movie we should discuss. <laughs> and as a joke, Dave always says, yeah, just put Spaceballs as the, as the final option. I'm yeah. like, all right. Well, you selected it. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> you selected Spaceballs. So. Now, it's, I, I assumed everybody was in on the joke because we had a co- usually do a collection of right. basically classic, you know, highly rated movies. Exactly. And then Spaceballs, and that's sort of the joke. <laughs> so maybe the joke is on us now. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Now we need another joke movie to put in there. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do now. But. but the thing is, is we both love this movie. So yeah. it wasn't like it was just a total random thing. So Absolutely. It's yeah. hilarious to do this. Uh, it, so I'm really looking forward to just getting into this film because it's just a classic comedy. Right, exactly. Comedy is right. I mean, it's not uh, <laughs> you know going to be up for any Oscars or anything. You know, the movies we uh, typically are to talk about. Um, I but, think I texted uh, you saying this might be the dumbest movie ever made, <laughs> but I laughed the whole time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 great. Obviously, this is from uh, Mel Brooks. Are you a, are you a Mel Brooks guy? Yeah, and you know, I looked him up. He's 92. Yeah, still kicking. Still Good for kicking. Him. Yeah. I don't know. Has he done a movie in a while? I don't think he has. Directing but, wise, I don't think yeah, so. But uh, but yeah, still he's he's he, and he's with it too. I've heard interviews with him and stuff. Uh, he was on like the Mark Maron podcast, and he seems he seems to be still with it. So he's hilarious. I know he's so funny, so quick, and uh, but uh, but yeah, I love you have, love uh, young Frankenstein. Frankenstein? And, yeah, that's that's pretty much my go to for Mel Brooks, and then obviously Spaceballs, uh, Robin um, Hood, Men in Tights. Ra- yeah, I love right. that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, in uh, History of the World Part 1. Of course. I haven't seen that since I was like... Yeah, it's been a while for like me too. a little kid. Yeah. But I remember really liking that movie. And I want to see it again now. I yeah. feel like going through this. I know. It's, it's good just, to be the king. Yeah, I something about his comedy, man. It's just... <laughs> it works so well. Like, he's he can poke fun at himself. He pokes fun at everybody. It doesn't... There's no, no limits to him, so... I love that scene in there where Moses, I think he has, like, three tablets yeah. or whatever it was, and then one falls, and he's yeah. like... 20 commandments or 50 is like 10 commandments. <laughs> he dropped one of the right. tablets or something. So I'm looking at, yeah, the Dracula Dead and Loving It was his last movie he directed with Leslie Nielsen. Oh, wow. I don't know if I ever saw that. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't think I did either. That one um, might have been too stupid for everybody. Yeah. Obviously, he did Blazing Saddles, The Producers. Uh, I've never seen The Producers, Neither I will I. say that. So, um, never seen that. Um, silent Movie. I remember Silent Movie from when I was a kid. I haven't seen that probably since I was a kid. But I do remember laughing a lot at that. Um, but yeah. I never that, saw that. Mel Brooks, man. High Anxiety. You ever see that? I never saw High Anxiety, no. Well, so, But we got a decent amount. Life Stinks, I think I've seen. No, that one's decent. Yeah. I've, so, yeah, I've never seen Life Stinks. So. But yeah, I mean, Mel Brooks, man, he's, great. He's, he's so funny. Uh, do you, you ever see the old stuff with him and uh, Carl Reiner, like the 2,000-year-old man and stuff? He's like, oh, no. They used to do like a little bit on, I don't know if, it, if there was a Carl Reiner show or something. It was some sort of talk show, and they would do this bit, and he's like the 2,000-year-old man, but like as a modern-day Jewish guy, okay. like talking about 2,000 years ago. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's funny. Definitely check that out. Um, he was on, I think he was on Comedians in Cars getting coffee yeah, yes. with Jerry Seinfeld, and they were all, they're like these old guys. Uh-huh. Just, it was Carl Reiner in there? Yeah, it was Carl Reiner, and then they just stopped by Mel Brooks's house, because okay. I guess him and Carl Reiner hang out every day. That's great. It's Yeah, awesome. that's right. They would get lunch together yeah. or something. They eat a meal every single right. day. I yeah. mean, what a great friendship. I know, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, definitely, also, if you, you get a chance, check out him on uh, Mark Maron's podcast. Okay. That's a, uh, that's a, both him and Carl Reiner's interviews are great. That's awesome. Um, we'll do definitely. Um, but yeah, Spaceballs, nineteen eighty-seven. Obviously, we got uh, John Candy. Yeah, John Candy. Who's Barf? Good old Barf. Barf. <laughs> well, I was going to say that. Uh, obviously, this was. Uh, you know, we're big Star Wars guys, so. You know, naturally, I think Star Wars people gravitate towards this movie because it's a. It's obviously a spoof on that, but it more or less follows. The rough plot of Star Wars. Yes, exactly. Although it's, it makes fun of a lot of other things, too. There's yeah, it's Alien, like, there's 2001, uh-huh. there's... Uh, uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. They, they, and then, yeah, beam me up, snotty. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, end. with the Statue of Liberty and it everything. pretty much just pokes fun at everything. Yeah, every I genre. Think. Like yeah. I said, the, 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 I love that he pokes fun at himself, but there's no limits to who he'll poke fun at. And uh, I think he recently said in an inter- interview that uh, political correctness is the death of comedy. So I think, which definitely falls along the lines of his comedy over the years, definitely what people would consider politically incorrect nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, to be funny, a lot of funny things are either offensive or you're, you know, at someone else's expense. And, you know, that's kind of the things that we laugh at. I right. Mean, so if you, you cut all that stuff out, and uh, then, yeah, I think, I think Jerry Seinfeld basically kind of said the same thing. Yeah. And actually, I don't think. Maybe even Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, now that I'm thinking, have all kind of said that, too. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what you, when you think of comedy. Like, any jokes that are made, it's you're, you're laughing because almost you know you shouldn't be laughing. Like, yeah. you know it's an insult or it's a... Uh, I don't know. It's just it's just something about it that that that's what comedy is essentially. You know, it's uh... well. That's so funny now that I think about it because now we kind of live in this PC culture. And what is our comedy now? We're almost reduced to just like ironic looks from people, <laughs> right? And yeah. it's never really funny. No, it's definitely just not. like. It's like a half chuckle. Uh-huh. That's like the best we can do yeah. now because we can't offend people. Not that you know we need to be offending people constantly, but that's part of humor. You right, know? exactly. Um, and I don't know if this falls along the same lines, but I was talking with someone because uh, uh, someone at work actually because he was we were talking about you know our top fifty movies episode, and he wanted to know my favorite comedies and like top ten comedies and stuff, and we were talking about it. And I don't think there's been a great comedy this decade. So like from 2010 to 2018, but then he did bring up Bridesmaids, which was 2011. I, I would call that a great comedy. Yeah, I would too. Um, other than that, they're though, fewer and far between. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they're not. I, and I don't think that has to do with the political correctness thing. I'm just saying comedies aren't. 
I don't know. They're just not as good as they used to be. Um, but if you go the decade prior, there's tons of great comedies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the early yeah 2000s and then even the 90s, obviously. Oh, obviously. there's one I thought of, 2012, The Campaign with Zach Galifianakis. And That's, it's good. Oh. I don't know if I would call it a great comedy. Uh, I don't know. It's, I, maybe it's a, it's just one that I watch. Yeah, no, I'm not, so. yeah, I'm not saying anything no, no, against it. No, it's not a great it. com- yeah. It's not like a... An all-time classic. Right, like, exactly. I don't yeah, think two guys like us will be talking about that movie 30 years from now. Like exactly. Yeah, like I said, I mean, there's I've, there's been tons of movies I've laughed at over the over this decade so far, but yeah, yeah just greatness Maybe. factor, I don't think I don't think it's been there. Maybe Bridesmaids is it. Yeah, yeah that's what it seems like to me. But, um, but yeah, Spaceballs. We're talking Spaceballs, because I like Star... That's what always drew, drew me to this movie as a kid, was because I like Star Wars, so I was like, oh, I want to watch the movie that's kind of like Star Wars, but... It's funny. <laughs> lighter. Yeah, definitely lighter. Way lighter. <laughs> and you don't, um, even when you're a kid, you don't, some of the jokes I think go over your head, but. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this movie's kind of filthy. Oh, definitely. In certain spots. <laughs> and this is what, PG? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, yeah, I can't believe it didn't at least get the PG 13 written because <laughs> that was, that was, I think PG 13 came out in like 85. So. I remember being a kid getting really uncomfortable with that scene where President Scroob is peeing and for some reason he's got a, a monitor right in front right. of the toilet, whatever, when the girl, like, he, to do the salute. Right. And, uh, and he, he gets caught, and yeah. she, like, gives him the look. For some reason, when I was a kid, I felt so <laughs> naughty so... seeing that. She looked at his pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, uh, yeah. I guess in, as a kid, I didn't realize what was going on when he was in the bed with the twins. Uh, so, but now as an adult, I'm like, oh wow, this is. <laughs> this oh, he's just looking for loose change. Yeah, that's shoes. true. That's true. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> but uh, I, for me, I mean, obviously uh, Mel Brooks is a highlight in this movie. Rick Moranis, uh, though, I think takes the cake as oh, dark, dark Helmet. Uh, rewatching this movie, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so funny. I mean, obviously, we don't want to get into like a quote fest in this episode. But no, we want been... to try to avoid that. <laughs> exactly. You guys, you you know all the quotes. You know, you know everything. And we can't deliver those lines better than they were already delivered. So <laughs> exactly. Although we might get a couple in. Just oh yeah. We can't I mean, resist. come on. Come on. <laughs> what what do you think of uh, Bill Bill Pullman in this movie? I think he sucks. <laughs> He's like a terrible actor <laughs> in this movie. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> It's like he's not good at all. I mean, I don't think he's even a great actor, anyways. But he's like—is this? I don't know if it's his first one of his first movies. I, yeah, I think it's it's got to oh be around there. I was the yeah. good prince. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, come on. It's like, oh. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I remember as a kid liking the Barf and Lone Star scenes, but this time around, I was just like, I was kind of bored by them. Like, uh, John Candy's not his best in this movie, I wouldn't say. No, and the uh, the outfit. Yeah, like the makeup on his face uh-huh. and his hair. Yeah, they're they're kind of a not so great duo. Right. Yeah. It's 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 kind of I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, just something about uh, their their dynamic. Just I don't know. It just kind of bored me. I'm just like, all right, where's Dark Helmet? Show me his scenes. Yeah, uh, these are like our favorite. They're supposed to be our, they're our protagonists. We're supposed to really like them. And right. It doesn't come across across <laughs> as well. But they don't. Really, yeah, they don't do anything all that funny. No, they, I mean they really don't. Yeah, I mean this is more. Yeah, they're, they're like the heroes of the film or whatever. So, but uh, it, it is John Candy. So you love him. Yeah. Because absolutely. You cannot, I mean, he's like an irresistible person. You have to love John Candy. Exactly. So that helps. But yeah, I mean, I guess if it was another another character playing Barf, 
it would have been really flat because yeah, Bill right. Bill Pullman is a total nothing in this movie. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> that honest to god prince. Yeah, that's <laughs> perfect, perfect way to sum up his performance. But there. it gets made up for by Mel Brooks yeah. and Rick Moranis mm-hmm. and the surrounding cast and uh, Joan Rivers is C three PO ish. Yeah, Joan Rivers is and, good. Uh, no, and uh, Daphne Zuniga is pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Princess Vespa. What else has she been in? Um, she was in like Melrose Place. Uh, okay, she's in um. She was in a show, I think One Tree Hill, possibly. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't recognize her from anything else but this. Uh, uh, Mike, I'm looking at the IMDb here. Michael Winslow. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> good old voice, uh, noise effect guy. That is, might be the funniest scene of the whole movie. <laughs> With the, when he, they get jammed yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> like, sir. Him on the radar, sir. <laughs> and they like just get so fed up with him, they like to start slamming things. Because <laughs> he's talking into the, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's all like a CB thing. Right, yeah. He says it, but he's still (laughs) in that voice when they're standing right in front of him. They get so mad at him. (laughs) Still doing it. And then, yeah, they get jammed. Only Lone Star would give me the raspberry. (laughs) (laughs) The most literal stupid jokes. Yeah, absolutely. And they're hilarious. I know. (laughs) In any other movie, you'd be like, you wouldn't be laughing. I don't know how it works. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. It it, was... I actually meant to say at the beginning of the show because we're we're filming this in the morning. This is the first time we've we've recorded in the morning. This is really it, uncharted ground here. Yeah, so weird. But uh, I was gonna say, you know, let's get started, Dave. I've had my coffee. Now I'm ready to watch Radar. <laughs> so, they go to the Radar. It's this co- yeah. the coffee machine schematics or whatever. That was a Mister Coffee, and then the machine is literally right next to it. It's like okay, Mister Radar. <laughs> Mister Radar is the the machine next to it. But yeah, this dark helmet man. He's just. Uh, I bet she gives great helmet. <laughs> just uh, I could quote him all day. But. It's great because he's got the mask, right? And it, he has this really deep and uh, intimidating voice. And then when it lifts, it's just the biggest nerd right. in the universe. <laughs> and it's something incompetent. You, you get more of his voices too when he's playing with the dolls or whatever. And the guy walks in. What did I tell him about knocking? <laughs> I didn't see you playing with your dolls, sir. <laughs> Good. <laughs> So great, um, and then uh, see, so yeah, Bill Bill Pullman, uh, yeah, just whatever. But uh, do we want to roughly talk about the plot? In this yeah, movie? let's let's talk about the plot. So, okay. Planet Vespa, yeah, is where Princess the princess is from. Princess Vespa, no, not Planet Vespa, uh, uh, Dru- Druidia, Druidia, Dr- Planet Druidia. Why don't you talk about the plot, bro? Well, there are a race that we find out in the crawl. There are a race of space balls. <laughs> race of space balls. It's a lot I, of really nonsense. I love the crawls too. It says, unbeknownst to them, but nonced to the audience. <laughs> and at the end, it's like, if you can read this, you don't need glasses. Okay. Thank you for that. I. I test oh, <laughs> public just, service. Oh, so and then it opens with that you're laughing before you see a person or hear a piece right. of dialogue because you get that ship going across. <laughs> and it's for like five minutes. I'm just, just I'm chuckling. Going and going. And going. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, in the crawl, we find out that Planet Spaceballs ran out of air. Right. So it's, now they are trying to get the air from Planet Druidia. And if since they're running low on air, what they conveniently, they have Perry air. A air can, which you open and sniff. And just sniff, exactly. <laughs> I love that he's like supposed to be like the emperor or whatever, but yeah. he's like an actual, like dressed like an actual president and stuff, and or like a tuxedo or whatever it is. But uh, but yeah, they need to get the air from Planet Vespa. Yeah. Or Dru- Druidia. Princess Vespa is going to get married. And this is the... Now, not only does this movie make fun of Star Wars, but then Star Wars takes the concept of Spaceballs 
in Rogue One. Yes, I I noticed that this the time. The planet around, yeah. Scarif is Druidia. It really is. <laughs> it's literally the same thing. It's got that opening. That's <laughs> the only way in and out, I guess, is through that opening. And uh, yeah, that that is true. I mean, in Spaceballs, they have a window that opens and closes. <laughs> in 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 Rogue One, it's just like a hole that's like a force field maintained right. by these. I don't know exactly how that all works, but it's the same freaking. Thing. I mean. Uh, <laughs> It's it's clever though in Rogue One. No, it, it, it works, you yeah. know. So I'm not gonna you know take any Star Wars slander here. So you know. Oh no, I just think it's hilarious. No, it's very funny. <laughs> the spaceballs stole from Star Wars, and Star Wars is like, you know what? We could use some spaceballs. Well, that was a good idea. That was a really stupid movie, but one really cool thing they had was that planet. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, they need to uh, they need to get uh, to planet uh, Druidia to to. Try to get their air, and then with a vacuum um, cleaner. With a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> exactly. Because how else would you do that? Well, and I love that she's marrying uh, Prince Valium, yeah. and he's constantly yawning Ooh. and <laughs> tired. And but that uh, guy's an actor from something too. And yeah, I he definitely looks familiar. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, she she escapes or whatever, and then uh, Pullman, uh, Lone Star, and Candy get a call from from the king saying, "We'll give you," because they find out from Pizza the Hut. That's his. that they now owe one million dollars instead of the hundred thousand space bucks. There's a lot of product placement. <laughs> there really is. She's driving. Princess Vespa's driving a Mercedes. Right. I think it was a what is it? Twenty nineteen. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Which is when yeah. You catch almost up, today. Yeah. And yeah, Pizza the Hut. It's that I don't know that eighties uh, Max. Is it called a Max? You know that thing you've seen where it's like he's juggling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what that uh-huh. guy was. Like. I don't yeah, remember definitely. what it's called. I think that's a little before uh, our time, but I do yeah, remember definitely. seeing that. And mm-hmm. then Pizza the Hut, <laughs> Pizza the Hut, who's just this blob of pizza uh, yeah. and he's eating the which cheese is, and pepperoni off of him. <laughs> exactly, a, a play on Pizza Hut and Jabba the Hut. How clever! That was great. Which is uh, was Dom DeLuise, right? Oh, was uh, it? Yeah, Pizza Pizza the Hut is Dom DeLuise. Oh, okay. So in, he's probably obviously eating he's, too. I think him and Mel Brooks were were close. So yeah, he's definitely eating. We also get uh, <laughs> uh, Ned Ryerson in this movie. Oh yeah, uh, as one of the guards. That uh, creeped me out as a kid when yeah. uh, the one who was playing um, Princess Vespa is a guy with a. Beard and a, and a cigar that really jarred me as a kid. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this time it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, but. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, it's their stunt doubles. <laughs> um, and, and Bar- then, oh, Barf has a tail that has a mind of its own. Yeah, that is true, which we find out in the diner, <laughs> which we also run into John Hurt again in the diner. Yeah, from Alien. I like, know. I, I don't know. Was the other like the other actors around him from Alien too, or was it just? No, him? I think it was just him. Okay, yeah. That this makes time sense. around, I really noticed it. Because before, I just always assumed they were just people they were looking yeah, like. Just, yeah. I think because I watched Aliens so recently that I totally recognized it. And, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as a kid, you're just like, what? What's I love that, that guy. That, you need to get this guy some Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Great. Sorry. And then, and sorry then, I did a line. I got No, stop. it's all right. <laughs> uh, sorry. I was just confirming. I, I, just, I was so scared that Dom DeLuise wasn't Pizza Hut, but he was. I was, okay. yeah. I was, I was worried you'd get that wrong. I know. Thank I, you I, for I usually, clarifying. I, t- I typically do. <laughs> but, I mean, now we're really just bouncing around. But the idea is... They're going to save the princess. And then, uh, yeah, they save her. They get to that Tatooine-type planet, obviously, you know. It's, uh, That's the same thing. It's got to be Tatooine, you know. And uh, <laughs> Jawas. T- yep, Jawas. Dink, dink. And they're <laughs> the, uh, the, the uh, little little black one is from... Uh, Bad Santa. Bad Santa, yes, exactly. So I was like, ah, oh, look at this guy. He's been acting for a while. Yeah, so he must have been pretty young. Yeah, I, mean, I would assume so, yeah. Young guy yeah. now, because he's got to be in his 50s or 60s. He's, I would he's assume He's in a so. few different stuff. Yeah. Did you see Bad Santa 2? I haven't. I haven't either. I don't know if he was in it or not. 
I have no idea. Anyways, here we are talking about movies we've never seen. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, then I love the... The meat yogurt? Yeah, the yogurt, obviously. It also played by by Mel Brooks, uh, spoof on Yoda. And then, he looks like a troll. That's what he... <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> but I love the the breaking of the fourth wall in this movie, like when yogurt's showing the, the merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> Merchandising. <laughs> Spaceballs the breakfast cereal. Yep. Spaceballs the lunchbox. Spaceballs the flamethrower. <laughs> I love that. And that's a, definitely a knock at George Lucas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's why all these Star Wars movies, they have a different outfit every movie because it's like, <laughs> now you get a new toy. It's yeah. not just the same, you know. <laughs> you you got to sell the Hoth Han. Right. Which exactly. I have. <laughs> of course. Uh, Everyone has the Hoth Han. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love that. I love that spoof and making fun of the merchandising. And, and, and also, I love, you know, obviously when they actually take the tape from. Spaceballs the movie, the tape, yeah, that, that whole yeah. scene. <laughs> when is now? It's now. <laughs> um, it's a new technology where the move, where the the VHS is out before the movie's finished, so you can just pop the yeah. pop it in and catch up to see. That's that's nice. Yeah, for the people. Yeah, absolutely. For the villains, you yeah, know. Of course. Yeah, it's so convenient. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They're just, they're going through the VCR, the VHSs, and it's all Mel Brooks's movies. <laughs> and then yeah, there's Spaceballs right there. But that was now. This happens after the ludicrous speed, which is one of the oh, funniest yeah. parts of the whole absolutely. movie. Absolutely, <laughs> ludicrous speed. They go into plaid. Yep. <laughs> Because this is right after I think they save Princess Vespa, and yeah. then they're yeah they have so, a hyper whatever they call it not a hyperdrive but they call it something yeah I, yeah I forget but uh, yeah they take off and then Darth helmet Dark helmet's like go ludicrous speed immediately and then he's like I don't know what the people that live on this ship but they have a three ring circus they've got right. mimes <laughs> they've got all these cast of characters a guy make an italian guy making pizza right <laughs> it's like what <laughs> yeah. it's just so random and that's what I, that's another reason why i love mel brooks because they just throw these random yeah. stuff into this like universe that should be established as like this futuristic like space <laughs> universe and then they got <laughs> it's total farce yeah exactly pizza the hut and, and perrier we got a. We're going at ludicrous speed. It's way too fast. Can't handle it. Was he say like my brain is in my feet or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> stops it and then just immediately goes crashes and gets up. And he's yeah, like, flattened helmet. I love. He pulls up with the visor and it's just Rick Moranis's <laughs> face. Like I don't know. It's hilarious. Uh, if we're stopped now, then uh, we'll we'll take a break. Yeah, <laughs> smoke if you got them. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, Rick Moranis is great, man. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that that uh, that whole scene is great. And then again, I love when they're on Tatooine and they're combing the desert. <laughs> Are you sure we're not taking this literal, <laughs> sir? He said, "Comb the desert." <laughs> we ain't found shit. <laughs> the black guys with the with the Afro pick. That's hilarious. <laughs> love so that. Great. That that's. I think that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. Is that we ain't found shit. <laughs> I like that one. I think maybe my the thing that makes me crack up laughing is. Like towards the end when President Scrooge is on the ship with them and he's like running, running across. You can hear the footsteps because he's trying to get to the bridge. Right. He's like, I couldn't walk. It'd take me forever. And they're all like, President Scrooge. And they do the salute and he does the up, the up yours, <laughs> up yours yeah. as he's running. That just makes me crack up every time. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, I love that because yeah, they, they even make fun of Yeah, I, I, I couldn't run. I, 
couldn't walk because the movie would be over because oh, they're be over, yeah. spoofing on how long the ship is. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so great. And then uh, then we learn about the Schwartz. We learn yeah. about the Schwartz with yogurt. You never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And uh, it gives them the, they are able to uh, do this with a with a Schwartz ring. You need you need the ring uh, in order to use the Schwartz. There's also a lot of uh, crotch. Hitting. <laughs> That's true. Everyone's protecting their yeah, balls. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, lot of crotch hitting. The power of the Schwartz seems to actually yeah. come from the crotch. Yeah. Is well, that like well, a penis joke there? Yeah, well, and also at the beginning when Rick Moranis first shows that he does it, he, I think, hits someone in the crotch with his yeah. with the laser thing. Yeah. Whenever, whenever there's a consequence, everyone quickly protects their balls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, your brain's the first thing you go for. That's like whatever, around like my brother and stuff, like, and we're walking by each other, we always like watch our balls and so yeah. we don't get like that nut tap and stuff so i mean maybe that was uh mel brooks used to do that with carl reiner you know <laughs> maybe maybe so um and then uh yeah so i mean that that's that's the plot so they they get to druidia they're gonna try to suck the air out and then that's when their spaceship is a transformer yeah. it transforms suck. into this uh suck maid suck. <laughs> suck. <laughs> oh my god and then she goes from suck to blow <laughs> Uh, like you said this movie is so stupid (laughs) it really is but so hilarious um then you can reverse it and then all the trees go right back to where they were right (laughs) everyone who's dead could now yeah they they got air again because uh yeah when you go from suck to blow you get rejuvenated i guess but uh you sure do um but where where are, where are we at here, Dave? Where are we at in this movie? Now, Lone Star, he has this uh, medallion where he's wearing around his neck. He doesn't know the meaning of it. He's an orphan, I think. Yeah, an orphan. And then, yeah. you know, when Yogurt's, you know, reading yeah. it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you can read? No, I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's, such, it's so, like, simple comedy, like, when you think of it. But it's just like, I don't know. When it comes from Mel Brooks, it's just brilliant. Oh, I also like Dark Helmet's um, desert attire. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> gotta have a big helmet with that too and it's like the safari like type the, wa- <laughs> the, hat. the half ca- half calf uh, brown socks and like khaki clothes why exactly why do, you to wear that? And, uh, do you have does he have a different outfit for every like situation he must every yeah environment yeah for a snow one yeah he probably has like a white a, yeah white snowboarding mask and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's in the uh, jungle. It's like green. Camo. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I think he does have an outfit for every occasion. So, I mean, that's that's what happens when you lead the space balls, you know. So they find their way into the ship by going through the ear because it's it's a giant woman with a vacuum cleaner. Right. That it this massive ship just transforms into a, a maid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A maid, which yeah looks like the Statue of Liberty, and then you she gets the spikes in her head when they're trying to escape because yeah. it's a, they hit the self destruct button. <laughs> Um, Which is always, you'd want a giant button. Right. I mean, like, you never know when you'll need to self-destruct. <laughs> and, and of course, it would be right where, you know, Lone Star's, you know, about to hit it. And then and then Darth Helmet comes along. And, you think you wouldn't just keep, hit, you wouldn't just go and push the button anyway? Uh, you'd stop and right, then yeah, have a conversation. Yeah, with- you got to have that conversation <laughs> because, you know... Plot wise, you know, you gotta. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. And then they duel. Another breaking of the fourth wall, or I don't even know the fifth wall, where they show him slicing the camera operator. <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you think about? I thought it was kind of for the movie. It was a pretty good duel, right? Yeah. No, Not definitely. Bad. I mean, yeah, it's a fun little thing. Their their lightsabers get twisted. Yeah. And now Darth's helmet has a green lightsaber, where and Lone Star has like an orange one. Yeah. So yeah. Kind of like the, the, the colors, colors are different. Bit, yeah. So yeah, they're not totally sp- like this is its own movie. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we find out that he's his father's brother's nephew's cousin's uh, former roommate. So what does that make them? Absolutely nothing. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then it's like I want to have a, I want to have a fair fight. He's like, put her there. Yeah. <laughs> you fell for the older trick in the book. <laughs> What's with you, man? <laughs> it's crazy how Rick Brandis can change his voice so much. Yeah. Uh, but I like when they're about to fight. Evil will always triumph because good is dumb. <laughs> Such a great line. So great. Yeah, and it reminded me of uh, Game of Thrones. You know, it's yeah. like Ned Stark. Yeah, it's true. Dumb. Just dumb. <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. not, not dumb, but just naive. And yeah, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. When you play Spaceballs, you win or you die. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the options. Um, so yeah, they, they you know, hit well, the self Well, Dark Helmet didn't finish watching the movie because then he would have found out that he was going to lose. That's true. He should have just Why stayed Why did he fast there? forward to the end? Because... There's no his, his head is bigger. His <laughs> helmet is bigger than his head. You know, uh, but she gives great helmet. See, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they they save the day. They hit the destruct button. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, they hit, hit the self destruct button. I uh, love that uh, Mel Brooks escapes with uh, Rick Moranis and the other dude, the other commander guy, and uh, they land on the planet. And it's just like Planet of the Apes with uh, the Statue of Liberty sitting there. They're coming out of its nose, and he got the Planet of the Apes people. Did <laughs> Right enough. I love that. Oh, did we mention uh, the guy who plays Colonel Sanders? Because he, oh, I think Colonel he Sanders. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Who also was with them. He did a great job. Yeah. That guy. That guy was hilarious. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> so we find out then that Planet of the Apes, the original, it was not the Statue of Liberty. It was the space ball. Right. Yeah. That's how humans got. Yeah. So Charlton Heston didn't actually come back to Earth. Right. You think he did by the reveal at yeah. the end, but it was actually a relic from the Spaceballs yeah, people. Yeah, it's crazy that the Spaceballs people and the Planet of the Apes people like worked together, like the movie people worked together to bring about this uh, the first really you know shared universe yeah. as as they do. Well, because you, know? you assume that he ju- they just time travel and end up back right, on Earth. Yeah. But instead they time travel and yeah. go really far out to another to the Spaceball universe. Right, yeah, you find this, uh, yeah, in 1968, 69, when Planet of the Apes came out, <laughs> you, you finally find out what truly happened in 1987, you know, almost 20 years later. So it's so great that Mel Brooks, you know, was able to... Tie that in, kind of yeah. answer that question. <laughs> exactly, like we were wondering, you know? So, <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, then uh, Bill Pullman, Lone Star, I always say the actor's name instead of the character when I'm saying the movie. Is that okay, do you think? You think that's all right? That's fine with me. Okay, Because cool. sometimes we tend to forget the names of the characters. So. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but, and, but Bill Pullman, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, that makes know? it easier. Yeah, exactly. And Dom DeLuise voiced Pizza the Hut. And he but ate like himself Pizza to death. Hut, yeah, he's hungry, though. <laughs> exactly. And it was he, hot and tasty or whatever it was. Exactly. You got to, you know, when in Rome, I always say. Eat yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, so yeah, Bill Pullman, they drop uh, Princess Vespa off and save the day, and now he's like... They're hungry. They're hungry. You got to stop at the diner, you know? And Get they the, got a fortune cookie. <laughs> oh, yeah, the fortune cookie. Forgot about the fortune cookie. Well, Gives, that's where he figures out that he's an honest-to-God prince. <laughs> an honest-to-God prince. <laughs> yep. Schwartz is, and the Schwartz is always inside you, which you also learned. Yeah, too. that's true. Yeah, he, that ring... They got it out of a cracker cookie. Exactly. <laughs> It's so stupid, but we love it. It's a beloved film, and you know him and Princess Vespa. They he crashes the wedding. Boom, they're married. Oh, also happily ever after. One other thing too, you can deflect a laser bolt with a mirror. 
Yeah, that's another or or or, or curved tubes <laughs> in Barb's case, because <laughs> obviously they're going to shoot right at the top tube, you know, and so it curves around in the bottom one. So why wouldn't that work, you know? Yeah, and I guess I stepped over the happy happily ever after, but at this point, you really don't care. Yeah, right? it's true. It. It's true. Because what what is the actual last scene when it goes to credits? I can't even. They're just flying know. away. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, dun, dun, may the Schwartz be with dun, you. Dun, it shows. Dun, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which that music so just sounds. Married. Just married, yeah. It says on the back, and then I think this the dust or the pixie dust or whatever it is yeah. says. May the Schwartz be with dust. you. Yeah, that's true. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, and also uh, one of my favorite lines has always been "fooled you." Yeah, I had to say that. <laughs> The voice, the voice work by Moran is under the, the helmet is really hilarious. Yeah, but all in all, I mean, this is a movie you can always flip on and just laugh and enjoy, have it on the background or whatever. I mean, it's a it's a fun movie. This um, was a challenge accepted for us. Yes, exactly. Because this one is not really. It's yeah. hard to do comedy. It's very hard to talk. There about really comedies. is no plot here. No, there really is nothing. Yeah. other than just like funny moments. Yeah, you know? I mean, we're, we're talking about the actors, we're talking about the filmmakers, but yeah, I mean, we again, we didn't want it to be a quote fest, so. Uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with what, the ground we covered today. <laughs> <laughs> you did a very good job, Ben. You did too. You did great. Thank you all for uh, challenging us to do this one because yeah. it's really you know it was a joke. Jokes on us, right? I know well, <laughs> they called our bluff, as you said. We we got like I said, uh, I think we got the best people. Right? The, no, definitely. We yeah, we we really do. They they just they didn't like because uh, I think our other choices were Empire of the Sun, Sunset Boulevard, uh, and Outlaw King. I think right? Outlaw King. Yeah, yeah which yeah. Netflix movie Ben just refused to do. Um, <laughs> it was directed by David McKenzie, who did Hell or High, Hell or High Water. That's true. And starring Chris Pine. Uh, and I told you I'd watched it, and I think it's a really good. It's I'll a really it good out. Netflix movie. Yeah, I'll it's, check not, it it's out. not a great film, but I would say if you're a fan of both guys, um, it's definitely worth the watch. Okay, I'll check it out. And uh, if you like the uh, that historical time period, which I do. How would you rate Spaceballs from 1987, Dave? So in terms of stars, I'm going to give it two stars, and popcorn three buckets. Okay. I'm, re- I'm really entertained. Yeah, um, it's not that long of a movie, and I think it's maybe like maybe a hundred minutes, right? Something around there. So yeah, I get two stars and uh, three buckets. Yeah, and any longer, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's almost too long yeah, as it is it's for a comedy, <laughs> a comedy especially. Yeah, I gave it one and a half star. Uh, not not very high quality, but uh, I give it th- three and a half buckets of popcorn. Very entertaining. I crack up everything Dark Helmet says. Yeah, Rick Moranis is just brilliant in this movie, and uh, I could just watch the clips of him. Uh, little again, the the, the uh, parts that d- don't have Dark Helmet in it, I'm just I'm kind of bored by. Yeah, I agree. The only thing I will say, the thing the extra half star for me on stars. Uh, is that it's I don't know it's an over thirty year old movie. That's and, true, and yeah. it's very watchable. And yeah, it's it's genuinely funny in a lot of movies. It's it's pretty rare for a movie for a comedy this old to right. still make you crack up. That's true. You know? Yeah. No. No. I I can't. I can't. Uh, and I think fault that's you what, on a, that. a lot of comedy movies now they're very much disposable. I think Definitely. that's kind of what you when we get back to the top, right? Is that they feel like they're just throwaways. You laugh. They make a joke about what's going on, say like in that moment, like a cultural refer- reference that's maybe funny for the summer, yeah, and then not funny ever again. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I can quote so many other movies, whereas this decade I can't even think of a movie I can yeah. quote 
You they know. really just want to get some asses in the seats, and they don't care if it stands any kind of test of time right. or anything. Yeah, it definitely. It doesn't matter. No, that, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess that's what maybe makes a comedy great is when you can quote it all the time, when you can yeah. actually think back and remember it, and you think like, oh, let's flip that one on again. Absolutely. You know, so yeah, good call there. Um, but yeah, that's Spaceballs, 1987. Love it. Good movie. For our first Mel Brooks movie, I think. Uh, yeah, and is this going to make its way into the top 50? Probably not. Yeah, no, let's <laughs> let's. Let's not get crazy, Hey, dude. just pump the brakes there. Yeah, guys. come on, dude. Um, so a lot of fun talking about it. Thank you again to all of you for voting for it. We want to uh, honor your request, even yep. though it was a little bit... Oh, my God. We're, it was baseballs. A... You guys aren't supposed to fix baseballs. <laughs> now what are we going to do is our joke request. <laughs> Jesus Christ. we got to come up with a new one. <laughs> exactly. But they'll then pick. <laughs> we'll never get out of it. Uh, and uh, when we do post polls, you can uh, tweet. Uh, find our Twitter at BlockbusterCast. I am at BCCord. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. And, yeah, give us ratings, reviews on iTunes anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, wherever. Uh, we'd appreciate the support. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave, I'm Ben Secord. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the movies. Movies.